Welcome to Success Leaves Clues Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Brackett, and I've been blessed enough in my life to meet individuals who've been able to leave me clues on my journey to success. The goal of this show is to bring you the experience of those who have achieved great things and allow you to be a fly in the wall, soaking up clues for your own journey to success. Let's get right into this week's episode. Hey, this is Gary Brackett, and welcome to another episode of Success Leaves Clues. I am extremely uh, excited, proud, right? Um, give you a little background. I was like coming home from New Jersey. I had this little theme in my head about undrafted. And then uh, I go on IG, and my, my, my guest, right, Mr. Tevin Studder himself, dropped a song, uh, Walk On Undrafted. You can uh, look at my IG, look at his IG, it's on there. Um, but in addition to that, he's also been doing um, some jingles for the Coach Great. Um, he did one about the Indianapolis Zoo, Long's Bakery, went viral. Um, so I had to get my man on the show, on the podcast. So, uh, man, I appreciate you stepping in. So tell us a little bit about like your background. Like when, when did you start, like know that you, you know what I'm saying, you had it in you to, to kind of spit? Well, man, music, like, being in the fourth grade and watching a cousin with American Idol, it's crazy. So, so, so who's your cousin? Because some people might have forgotten. Ruben Stutter, yeah. Ruben Stutter, okay. Sorry for 2004, Velvet Teddy Bear. Yeah. So it's like, being in fourth grade, you know, you're a little kid and you're watching this cousin on TV and it's just like, the same last name, Chunky, just like you. Right, <laughs> it's just right, like, right. it just showed me that, all right, it could be a reality because a lot of kids getting caught up at that age. I feel like it's a lot of street influences that you get in a lot of other things. But it's like, man, you got a cousin that won American Idol, you can, you don't have no excuse no more. Now, was he from here? Nah, so my dad's side is from Birmingham. So okay. everybody's from Birmingham, Alabama. All right, sweet, sweet. Now, nah, that's awesome. I, I remember that um, him winning and yeah. definitely he had, a, he had a long <laughs> run, obviously still going now. Yeah. So shout out to him. But um, so... Uh, also, I think we talked about it uh, before the show. Um, you play football. Yeah, definitely. So, um, where did where did you start playing football, and when did you where did you end up at in your yeah. high school career? So, started playing at Christmas Addicts in the eighth grade. Okay, and, um, that was the first time ever playing football, and then all I know is I end up at Cathedral the next year. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was so crazy. It was just the, like to go from never having playing football in my life to. Going to a powerhouse, can I get that? Or did it, is it live, live? Yeah, you can turn, you can turn. Uh, yeah, I'm I like, time. goodness, who is just like, <laughs> hey, my, my man yeah. popping, he get, he get up right now. I'm like, this is kind of like, crazy. It's going to be <laughs> jam, right? Get your jingles. We're going to give you information at the end. Nah, but um, but uh, you, yeah. tell me what position you played, though. So, yeah, yeah, I'm playing linebacker coming up. I wore uh, I wore 56, so I think it was like Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I wore that. Because that was the only football player I knew because every grade I didn't really know. And then I'm, like, really into the coast. I'm like, man, Gary Brackett, Cato June, like, the dogs on the D, Robert Mathis, Dwight Freeman. Because, you know, in stunts, Mike linebackers can go yeah. play a three technique. And it's just, like, to, like, come up in the city during that time. Even be sitting on you with the couch right now. Like, this is crazy. Like, they, people can downplay this. This is dope. Like, this is all. Like, I grew up in the city. Public school, and then got a scholarship to go to a private school and play a linebacker. Like, this is a, a dope experience. Like, I'm truly thankful for it. It's like, I'm literally watching y'all on TV growing up. And I'm like, man, them boys, some head crackers. Like, that's when that defense, it was just like, guys like you, Bob Sanders, it was like, they would call y'all undersized, but it was like, 
He was still busting his nah, land boys was... out. We, we talked about our boy from Tennessee. He, he still free. Nah, yeah, nah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. Definitely knocked him out. And it's crazy. So, um, Bob would always say he saw a flexor, but I definitely saw a flexor first after the play, right? <laughs> so Bob Biceps was probably a little bit better than mine, right? But um, but it, it, the mentality out there was like, yeah, we undersized, yeah. but we are gonna take your head off if you come across as dogs, pure dogs. And I right. think um, that whole defense was just built like that, man. We built off speed, um, built off getting after people, man. So um, it's funny seeing like people your age in the city yeah. that that was watching like kids yeah we were kids i'm in middle school playing and like really like looking up to y'all like people can downplay because we grown now but no we really look nah, up yeah. to these guys like we like man i want to be like gary black and i want to be like keto june i want to be like bob Sanders. people literally wear their numbers after that and but like being that i had like never played like i had just my dad was like, boy, Lawrence Taylor, like, you want to be on that yeah, back boy, you better rock 56. Nah. So it's like, I had rocked that. And then, man, but it was, it was crazy. Like, Christmas Alex, he right downtown from the coast. And I never would have thought I even got to go to a coast game. Like, we come up IPS in the city, public schools. Right. So then when I get to Cathedral, it was like, they had a parent on the team that was like a, he was either a strength and conditioning coach for the coast, or he had like marketing exec, uh, Times with Pansic. Yeah, he, yeah. Like, so he yeah, bought our whole yeah. yeah, he bought our whole team uh tickets to like a preseason game. I was like, whoa, it was like yeah. it was kinda like uh you seen the movie Hardball. Yeah, yeah they yeah, say yeah, Sammy yeah. so they're like, Sammy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yelling like, Oh, this is hard. It was just like some super dope experience to be like, Man, guys, we looked up to guys I, and these kids been playing football since they was four or five. I'm like, I just started playing last year and I'm yeah. It was crazy experience. Now, crazy. So, our hardball, a little moment of transparency. Um, so, uh, on the team, they used to call me G Baby. G Baby. Yeah. <laughs> After the drink, man. Oh, that's hard. G Baby. Yeah. G Baby ain't make it, man. Yeah, you ain't going out like yeah, G Baby. Like man. But uh, that's, that's definitely hard. a nickname from hardball. So, I uh, definitely wrote that movie, man. Um, so, after Cathedral, um, where'd, where'd you go to college at? The scholarship? Well, yeah, right. yeah. So, it's so crazy. So at Cathedral, I write my first uh, song. It's called Irish Nightmare. They play it at our games, and someone on the other team starts singing it. I was like, wow, I could do this for other teams. So it got so big, like, I just started linking with guys around the nation. So I wrote a song for the U.S. Army All-American Bowl my mm-hmm. senior year of high school. And then they were supposed to have me in Texas, have me perform two weeks. Before the game, they sent me, like, a letter with a squishy football. I said, good luck to you in your career. Well, I was hot. I was hot. I walked around the whole cathedral football field. I was literally like, it was snow outside. I was like crying. I was like, I'm going to show them. So Tamika Ketchins gave me an opportunity. Uh, I sent her a song, and I'm like, maybe she'll listen to it. Maybe she won't. She, like, really loved the song. I was like, if you love it that much, I'll perform it for the fever. But I was like, you got to give me a word. If it's good enough, I'll get to perform it at it was Conseco Fieldhouse at the time, but now Banker's Life. She was like, you got my word. If it's good enough, you get to perform it. Then I went in the studio like, mm, yeah. just like crazy. So... WBA season is around May at that time. Right. And then ISU gets wind of it. They're like, oh, would you like to create a song for a scholarship? So I'm like, wait. So I can go to college to write a song. <laughs> and I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't got to play no kind of ball no more. Because at this point, it was just like, I like football. We got to be on two state championship teams. But I didn't like, yeah. I, I love, yeah, I, it wasn't like yeah. a love. Because it was like, I was way better at music than football. Like, yeah. I was realistic with myself. Everybody was like, man, I'm going to the league, league. Yeah. Man, you got to get these. I'm teammates with guys like Jack Doyle, 
guys like Ted Karras, and then who I think was better than both of them was a dude named Kofi Hughes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, me and Kofi like the same size, but it's night and day. So I'm I'm realistic with myself. Yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah. I'm realistic with myself. I'm like, all right, man, it might be time to kind of focus on that music. So like it's funny, I'm glad you said that, man, because I feel like a lot of younger cats, right? They yeah. grew up playing ball or something. And they just everyone else saying they're going to the league, so they just yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to the league too. It's no realistic. And, and, it, and it's cool for you to be like, yo, like, yeah. I ain't it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm real with myself. But, I'm like, I'm better I at this. a successful life. Yeah. I can still go yeah. do something I'm passionate about, so I'm glad you figured it out. And that was, and it was music, and it was just like to get a scholarship to Indiana State to do a song. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to take care of your house and wow. pay you this type and give you this for a song to write lit. And people, and some people was mad. They're like, we worked real hard on our education. I got out this 4.6 GPA. He's going to write a song and get to go to school for free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I tell people, man, it's not an advantage if you don't take advantage of it. Yeah, you got to. You got to flip every opportunity. Hey, I'm ready to write a song for his movie and his doc. I'm saying it's not. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm no he put me in the middle and I want to eat. Nah, 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 I feel you. That's what it turned into, a scholarship to Indiana State. Where I initially was gonna study music business, so Indy started a big article back then. They're like, man, this kid and wrote the song for the Fever, performing at their games, and they're like, so I was like, I wanted to study music business, and I got to college. I'm like, what can they teach me about music business that I'm not already doing at 18? Right. So I was like, let's study PR to see how to manage and how to kind of carry yourself to mm-hmm. avoid these pitfalls that a lot of these artists go through. Because I didn't have no team, no management, nothing. So I was like. I'm just represent myself. I was like, I ain't got to split the pie no ways. Yeah, but now it's like, in order to elevate, you got to link up with people. And that's what I'm learning. Yeah, no, nah, that's dope, man. It's um, it's truly inspiring because, um, I'm going to be honest, like, I, I haven't even seen, like, the Robert Matthews because you did his. Like, yeah. just, like one, one of the first ones. I yeah, had. that was the first one. Yeah, and I, and I missed that totally. So that was fire. Then the Kato joint fire. Yeah. The Darius Leonard fire. Um, so it, it was just crazy. And now... You kind of like flipping it, like you said, and you're transitioning. And um, I, I don't. Where was Long's Baker at on like the roster? Where, where, when did you do, do that? So we did that. So it's crazy. So April 27th, Monday, April 27th. I'll never forget it. I kind of like we was grinding that work, like going hard. And I had to literally go to the hospital. I was like, yo, I gotta leave. Like some my chest feeling just weird. So I went to the hospital and um. I was in the hospital, just like me by myself. They think, oh, is it COVID? This and I'm like, I ain't got no COVID. <laughs> but I don't rock like that. But it was just, it was, they said like heart palpitations or something. I was just like kind of going too hard at work, doing a little too much. It was one of them just like, oh, you don't know what kind of state of life is. So working 80 hour weeks, just going grinding crazy. And uh, I'm in the hospital bed and I'm like, man, what you want to really do with your life? You got to, if you were to leave this earth right now, <laughs> what's your legacy going to be? How you going to do so that's April 27th, the Monday. So that whole week, I'm just thinking. Once I get out of the hospital, I'm just thinking, like, so what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Then I'm like, they, Wednesday, they said Longs is opening back up. I'm like, whoa, okay. So I was like, man, I can't wait to have some Longs. I'm going to be the first person in line. And I noticed, like, anytime somebody makes a status about Longs Bakery, everybody just gravitates to it. So I'm just like, some just click. Like, they open Friday at, like, 5, 5.30. So Thursday night, it had to be like seven. I was like, why not just write a long song? I'm like, what can I lose from it? What can I yeah. just do something? So a couple bars that came together like real quick. So I called my producer. I'm like, yo, man, I got to get in the studio tonight. He's like, hey, can we get in there tomorrow? I was like, I got to get in the studio tonight. 
He's like, all right, so we get in the studio and another artist has a session at 11. So we get in there at 10.30. He's like, all right, we take us 10 minutes to set up. I recorded everything in five minutes. It took him like 15 minutes to mix and master. That next morning, man, we, uh, I called my videographer. I'm like, bro, meet me outside of Longs at 5 a.m. Like, what are we doing? I was like, Meet me outside Long's at 5 a.m. We do wait in line for an hour. And I predicted because I had been viral before. So I'm like, maybe 100,000 views. It's like 400, 500, 600, 700, 800. I'm like, what? I'm with some donuts. Like, I, my city just loves donuts. Yeah, I feel like and, it's a, a big iconic spot yeah, in the city. Sure. So it was like, do 800,000 and then just opportunity after opportunity after that. So it's just like, I'm here with Gary Brackett on the couch right now. You could have told me this on April 27th. But the, the crazy thing is like, um, it's this quote that most people like are sitting around waiting for inspiration. Yeah. But inspiration actually found you yeah. when you're actually moving. Definitely. Right. So had you not taken that initiative, write the song, do yeah. what you need to do. I wouldn't be on this couch right now. <laughs> <laughs> you still be thinking to yourself, man, what, what if I do? What can I do? Yeah, what so can it, I do? It's amazing. So, like so many people are waiting and it's just like, nah, bro, put out work. Yeah. If it's good, then people gravitate to it and then and that could be a ticket. But you know, son, don't don't stop waiting. And actually yeah. start doing. So yeah. I'm definitely excited you did that. So um, so the the cult songs now. So what's next? I saw the the other one you did like an Indianapolis Zoo song. Yeah, we did the zoo. Uh, we're gonna have some. So we don't have to drop everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got some other heat around the city. Yeah, we got we got a lot of stuff. So well, I can't say. Uh, Visit Indy did a big photo shoot. Okay, sweet. and that's so crazy because it's like I seen your uh, thing with Visit mm -hmm. Indy, and I seen Tamika Catches. So I'm like, dang. Now this is like two people that I got to work with, and now I'm up there with them. Like that's yeah. crazy. Like I'm not no athlete. This a little chunky butter from the head. <laughs> and on this platform with like legendary people in the culture. So that's like that's humbling. Cause I see no other rappers or artists on there. So nah, standing out, baby. Hey, that. But I think um, it's this whole notion, man. When you put out good, like you've been yeah. doing. I think it just comes back to you tenfold. Definitely. And I think um, you, you definitely been using your gift and putting it to work, right? And it's like, you know, then uh, the, the Bible talks about the, the three uh, talents, right? The, yeah. the, the, the three guys that they give the talents to. Yeah. And then one guy went out and used them and kind of multiplied, right? And that's definitely. what you did with your talent, man. So definitely kudos to you for that. Um, let's talk a little about about the, the business front in terms of, because right now, um, one of the hottest out there right now, definitely yeah. writing tracks, right? And um, and we talked about like the jingles, right? Yeah. Essentially, definitely. So, I say, man, that even the jingle, man, it, it started just watching JB Fox show, right? Like, jingles two thousand. I'm like, these guys are in here making these funny little songs, but they getting paid for it. Right. So I was just like, it just kind of for me, it shifted because it's like sports just was my life so once it was removed from me kind of i still want to be around it so i'm writing these songs for these different colleges from baylor usc ohio state florida kansas iowa all these schools like then with national championship programs like penn state girls volleyball university of minnesota women's hockey university of south carolina girls basketball they're the number one team in the nation performed for them this february so it's just it's always been just a crazy dynamic to go to a stadium and just hear your song play, like yeah, and just like to see these people just rocking out to it. It's like wow, this is something I wrote in my room. <laughs> this get paid, played in front of these thousands of people. Yeah, no, that's crazy. So, what's the process of being yeah. an artist of 
coming up with a hook, coming up with a yeah. song, the music. Like, walk us through your process. So like, my process, uh, I'm looking at a roster. I'm saying, where are you from? Mm-hmm. Like, um, where you went to school, your hometown, uh, your name. And then for something like visual like yours, it's like, I'm going through and we're actually watching films. And it's like being that I play football as well, I can still break down those cover right. two, cover three different terminologies with football. So it's just like, it make it even more doper because it's like a lot of football players think they can rap. My man's told me you had some bars. So yeah. I, 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 I want to hear the bars. I want to hear the bars. Hey, Kato said he had some bars too. Kato actually has a song. Him and uh, Dominique Rose Dominique said Rose. they was in the booth with uh, a dude, uh, Jimmy Mack from here. Yeah, he had yeah, a song yeah, called yeah. We Raw, We Real. Yeah, yeah. So he had a, uh, he said he was in the booth. So I'm like, I want to, I want to hear it. Like these are uh, guys that can like, it's some, it's some talented, like football players, musicians, but two, two out the times we see like athletes want to be rappers, rappers want to be athletes. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's, it's, it go hand in hand. And then when they try to do it, it's just like, come on, Drake don't dribble, Kobe don't rap. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> some yeah. guys, you just don't want to see do nah, certain yeah. things. Nah, that's funny. It's um, it's, it's definitely those worlds definitely collide a lot, yeah. right? Um, so it's definitely interesting. Now, in terms of like um. Like people like wanting to for you to do a jingle for them. Yeah. I know a lot of athletes, right? I know it'd be yeah. like a great gift for an athlete or something to retire. Like when yeah. I saw, I was like, "Yo, this is a legacy piece." Yeah. I'm showing my kids. They're like, "Daddy, who that?" <laughs> like, bring it down was nice. Like, <laughs> y'all tripping. Um, so it's funny. So, but I think you know a lot of players. I think they yeah. would love to have something like this done. Like, how, how do they reach out to you? Or like, what does that what that process look like? Definitely, man. My team. You can get to my IG, Twitter. And my email, tevinstuttershow at gmail.com. So you get in touch with me through that way, and we're we going to make some epic happen. Right. And your IG, your IG is just Tevin Stutter? Yep. Just right. my name. Sweet, sweet. Now, um, I always talk about, you know, um, obviously coming from um, IPS, yeah. I'm living in Indianapolis, like obviously facing some adversity. Definitely. And, and for you to be where you are right now, I think you're a huge inspiration to a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Um, because I, I think and when I talk to people, you know, our youth right now, I think they suffer from hopelessness. Definitely. And they don't like and if you didn't see your cousin. Yeah, yeah, like literally. So and that and that's so crazy. Like, so I stayed in what's considered as far as Indianapolis and violence, the most homicide, four six two one eight out east. So I stayed there in, in Hallville. So I'm back and forth between two out of your probably top three neighborhoods seeing the most violence. So it's just like had I not seen my cousin do that when I was at a young age, like kids are getting in the streets, 11, 12 years old, like right. they're getting recruited and, and it's just like, and that's why I'm so passionate about working with kids. Like I've interviewed man, at least when we did the radio show way back when 400 kids in four months, it's just like all these different kids have stories, but if they're not that top athlete, nobody's going to care enough to hear their story. Right. So then when they stop playing sports, they go back to what they know. So it's just like, man, to be a platform and a sense of hope to these kids. Like, yo, I did it. I came up the same hoods, same schools. If you see me do it, you don't have no excuse. Right. It's just like success doesn't seem in reachable distance. But they can be like, man, I drove past this dude's house, the same house he had in the video. We live right, right down the street from it. And being that I live on East and West, so it's like, man, I didn't seen it all. Came up in like the middle school that I went to before Christmas Addicts. Right. Man, it was so bad. They we it turned into an alternative school. Wow. It was it was an alternative school when I went there. That's what it felt like. You got 
metal detectors in middle school. It was just yeah. a, a different environment that we came up in. And it's just like, to be like, all right, man, I'm going to be a man of character and provide hope for these kids. That's what something I'm passionate about. Because if I didn't see my cousin do that to me, like, I lost another cousin through murder. He was killed in Hallville right outside of my grandmother's house. And another yeah. cousin, I served in uh, life in prison in Terre Haute. Wow. And it was just like, you see the path that they made. And you see, also see the path that your other cousin made. Which one do you want to go down? Mm. It's like, I love all, all of them equally and the same, but it's just like, we got to, it's decisions that we got to make in order to be. And it's just like, I think we speak of the Bible earlier, it's like a man's talent brings him before a great man. So it's just right. like, but if you don't make the decisions alongside the talent, you don't get these opportunities. Yeah. So it's right. like, I came up with a lot of talented cats, and it's just like the decisions they made. They are here. So it's just like you got to be able to kids make great decisions to one day be sitting on the couch with NFL legends. Hey, that's <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's a dope experience. It's funny. Um, my attorney, uh, he, he tells me the story about he has teenagers and he tells his teenager like, man, um, unfortunately in life, some decisions you don't get a second chance at. At all. <laughs> and and you talked about obviously your cousins and 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 a lot of people that that I know as well. Yeah. One bad decision, man. That's that's your life. Like. <laughs> so that's why it's like so important that you really value your decisions, value the research yeah. behind your decisions, and actually move with purpose. Um, man, I appreciate you being on. So last thing, because I, I think you're really gonna help some people. Even speak to the adults, right? We talked about the kids mm -hmm. and them having hope and what you've done by seeing some people like you and, and you giving back in the hood, Longstone, yeah. Indianapolis Zoo, Coach Legends. So what what would you say to the adults? Because I feel like there's a lot of adults that yeah. aren't really operating in that passion. Yeah. So what is like a clue or what is something that you found that gave you like that 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 courage to go yeah. out there on a limb and, and like do something that you were passionate about? Man, it's just... The fact that you only get one shot at this thing called life. So it's mm. like, do whatever you want to do with it. And it's just like, oh, I'm in my later 20s, and, and now my biggest opportunities and blessings are happening because I didn't quit. It's just like, we got these dreams. I had an uncle tell me one time, like, most people know what they want to be at 12 years old. Mm. Oftentimes, like, people come alongside and deter that. But it's just like, if I got a dream, I'm not letting go of it, no matter how long it takes. No matter the roadblocks, the pitfalls, it's like, nothing's worth coming in between me and my dream because this is what I have a vision for. This is, I know the Bible talks about Habakkuk 2, verse 2, write the vision down, make it plain. That's what I'm looking at every day. So it's just like those baby steps. It's that brick by brick, day by day. It's like you got a vision, don't let go of it. You can't eat or sleep or function without thinking like, this is what I want to do. I know what I want to do. So however long it takes, you're going to get there. Like, just writing <laughs> jingles from high school to sit on the couch with you. Like, that's right. crazy. Like, nah, yeah. I used to watch you on TV yeah. as an eighth grader and shorty, like, coming up in the city. Like, it's just like, you think of that, that's 15 years. So it's like, I could have been like, oh, man, I don't want to. Opportunity is going slow. It's going late. It's like, man, everything going to happen in God's time, God will, if it's meant to be. So right, it's just right. like, keep, keep knocking, keep knocking. Like, it's that picture. Like, somebody was carving that diamonds, and it was like, like it was right there, but they just didn't, they couldn't see that it was right there. They had just kept carving yeah, and yeah. kept carving and kept carving. It's just like, man, you got to keep, keep chipping, keep swinging. Like one day you're going to get your shot and just be ready. I, I love those pictures, man, because it's like on, on one of the pictures, the dude up top, he's carving and he's like almost there. Yeah, he's like and really right there. It's a 
big old diamond behind there, right? Yeah. But there's a little dude below him that maybe got this little diamond earlier. Yeah. So this dude, instead of like finishing, yeah, you gotta he stop and go downstairs to grab yeah. the little diamond. And he didn't know what was on the other side, so it's just like you gotta know what's on the other side, and like the the journey is like it's worth it. Like keep pushing, keep. I'm gonna keep fighting. I'm gonna keep fighting, regardless. Like this is all I want to do. It's it's almost you gotta be obsessed with your passion. Like nah, that's it. Eliminating distractions. Like have a vision. Like I work everybody. Man, I love it, man. I love it. So tell us one more time, man. Where can they where can they uh, find you at online? Where can they get in touch with uh, what you at if you, uh, they want to get some work done? Instagram, Twitter at Tevin Stutter T E V I N S T U D D A R D, and my email Tevin Stutter Show at Gmail dot com. I appreciate it. So uh, we never done this before. I don't know how it's gonna go, man. But yeah. I can't have like a rap on here, not like get like a little jingle, okay. a little bar, a little something. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying. I know you. You write songs like five, ten minutes. You yeah. know what I'm saying. So uh, let's let's see if you can uh, give us something right quick. You know what I'm saying. All right. I I I'll start off with the hook, and then I'm gonna go around the room. So okay. I don't know if camera can't see now, what's we gonna, around we the room. We get some I don't know if they can see what's around the room, but I'm gonna just go off top. So we'll do the hook first, and then we'll go. Walk on undrafted. You want to talk about passion. Super Bowl, get it cracking. This is a story gay bracket. And then you have to remember night. Talk about the book Winning Life. On the couch with Gary C. Me. That's the war at IBE. And Connor Cole get the thermal. I see the plaque rocking with the business journal. And then Hamilton set the standard. Said he flexing. He, did, he didn't get that from Bob Sanders. And then said, I'm about to keep going. Looking at the wall, I keep flowing. Got the flow on full throttle. That's a nice coast champagne bottle. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, my man, that's off the top of his head, man. So if you really want some work done, holler at him. He gave his information, man. I appreciate you, bro. I love, hey, I man, love. I can't wait to do some work. Hey, the remix, I'm be on a remix. So y'all yeah. be y'all that's be waiting out for the remix. Documentary, baby, it's all coming. We get it, man. But definitely, yo, uh, thanks for tuning in. Hey, share this. Go to like his pages on YouTube. Um, share all the videos, man. We got to take care of our own, man. Indianapolis up-and-coming star. Man, I'm just fortunate to have him on my show. Um, please follow us, like us, share this on your page. Get more people talking about success with these clues. And if you have someone in town that you think should be on the podcast, definitely drop us a note as well. Definitely want to get some stories on there, some underdogs, and make sure we all feel inspired and willing to be courageous in our own gifts. All right, man. I'll see y'all next week. I hope you were able to take some valuable insights from this week's chat. Feel free to reach out to me on social media with clues you gain or questions you need answers to. You can find my pages at GaryBracket.com. Remember, it is up to you to make the most out of your opportunities to reach success. Personally, I live this life with an abundance mindset. And deep down, I hope we all make it.